Hey guys, it's Maya and I just wanted to jump on here and promote my takes Instagram really quick because we're doing a lot of fun things. I'm doing more posts, more stories, and I also have to say I've started a new series called The Bottom Shelf and it's video reviews, IGTV video reviews, and I think they're super fun and they're all on the Instagram. So go follow my take on social media and specifically on Instagram at underscore my take. Maya back again, guys. I have one more update for y'all. My Take now has a Patreon. I'm trying to expand the My Take community and also expand my earnings a little bit by creating a Patreon. We have three tiers, and in the top tier, we're actually starting a My Take book club. So anybody who joins, we're going to be reading a book together a month, and there's going to be monthly live streams and Discord benefits. So I'd really, really, really appreciate it if you could go check it out. The link is in the show notes. The Wilds is back for a season two. I absolutely loved season one, which is probably evidenced by the fact that my episode for season one, I went on for a whole ass hour. Um, I don't know how I did that or why I did that, especially because I was by myself. Like that was excessive, but season one was very good. So obviously I was very, very excited for season two and I may or may not go on for another hour on this episode. But it is because I have guests with me. I am joined by Marissa, my roommate, my best friend. Y'all have heard about her on different podcast episodes. She's also been a guest on episodes for Lore, The Silent Patient, and Outer Banks season two. Marissa's a season two guest, I, apparently. She only shows up for the second season of things. So if there's a wild season three, you will not hear Marissa's voice because she only does second seasons of shows, apparently. And Marissa has been my most frequent guest, but I am also joined by the guest on the episode that has had the most plays, and that is Emmy. And she was guest on It Ends With Us. I think Emmy has a little bit of an advantage there, though, because It Ends With Us is like so hyped. But yes, I am joined by Marissa and Emmy. So if you guys would like to introduce yourselves. Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, I take full credit for the listens it's not the book it's all me yes okay hey, whatever you have your spotlight <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so excited to have both of you on an episode it's weird that this is the first time this has happened because like the three of us have been such a unit over the last year but I'm very excited even though season two of the show kind of sucked and it was definitely not as good as season yep. one um I'm more excited to talk about this season because I have you two with me so, books, TV, music, and movies, all things that make a big impact on everyone. I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who will listen, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I'm Maya Ghosh. I'm Marissa. I'm Emmy. And this, and this is, is my, my take. take. <laughs> Okay, so The Wilds, season two. We can talk about whatever and we can start wherever. The only point I insist that we must hit is the fact that the show is structured so terribly. But other than that, we can start wherever you guys want to start. I would like to start with Harry. What's his name? Henry? Henry? Seth? Seth. 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 Uh. I would like Listen. to start with Seth because when mm-hmm. I saw that he was on this show, 
I had a full mental breakdown. If you know me, you know that I will not shut up about the show, The Society, until the day I die. I will never shut up about it. It's not going to happen. That's what I recognized him from. <laughs> and he, I didn't realize he was on that show. Oh my God. Like, I can't even, I had to like text someone that I haven't talked to in like a year just so I could gush about this because she's the only person I knew that watched that show. And I was, it was just so much pain when he did what he did and it had to be him. Like if it was literally anyone else, but yeah, yeah. that was um, yeah, really I, sad. I totally forgot that this guy, I, he seems familiar. Okay. But like Seth comes in as like the basic dude, like that, his, the purpose of his character to come in was literally to get girls on the hook. Like I would date Seth from episode one. I texted Seth, Maya super, immediately a picture Seth, of him. Super nice to, oh, what's his face? The guy that Seth was buddy buddy with. What's his oh, name? Oh, Roth. Roth. Dude, like Seth and Roth, like when they're all chatty and super sweet. And the, the scene, the scene with his girlfriend montage with that song. Yes. I love that song. It was Wildfire. So Oh my god, every time I hear that song, I instantly think of that montage, and then I forget that, like, that montage was his downfall. Like, but oh, then you it's start so... to unravel, yeah, you start to unravel the layers. It's like, shit, this guy's actually, like, really fucked up and highly undesirable. Yeah, that like, comment about terrifying. stealing his girlfriend's cat was not a lie. <laughs> and, like, okay, stealing your girlfriend's cat, like, as long as it gets returned, and it was, like, in a funny area, okay, but, like, coming from, like, this maniac who I think has the ability to be a serial killer, like, mm, maybe no stealing cats. Yeah. That's sketchy as fuck. No, I, because you were saying that, and I, somebody, I thought it was one of you two, because you're the only people that send me TikToks, but it was not, it was somebody else, sent me a TikTok of this guy, like, stealing his best friend's dog, because the best friend did not get home from work until later, and it was very funny, because they're having a whole conversation through the ring like doorbell that is okay like stealing pets like that very acceptable totally fine but no Seth like because didn't Dex I have not watched Dexter I've watched one episode of Dexter but didn't Dexter like kill animals as a child before he started killing people yeah it's normal in a lot of serial killers and a lot of people who are like sociopaths that they start with animals Jeffrey Dahmer did the same thing Mm -hmm. do you remember in um Oh wait, no, that was in Mart. I was thinking, I was thinking it was in a Good Girl's Guide to Murder, but no, never mind. I read the first Mara Dyer. Does not no, but like the they talked. No, they talked about. Oh no, it wasn't Good Girl's Guide to Murder. They talked about how like, or no, no, it was Mara. I don't know. I'm so <laughs> confused. <laughs> no, because it was like, it was like, uh, oh yeah, because she like was always st- in and out of mental hospitals, and she like doesn't pose the signs of like being like sociopathic because she doesn't like killing ah, anyways sorry that's what okay. reminded me of that was a very <laughs> weird tangent <laughs> Seth just now retrospectively I can't even remember like episode one Seth being charming I'm just too no, like it like, was the most charming I kept okay I kept like he would like have his moments of like being super sweet and supportive and I'd be like oh and I'd be like wait he tried to drown his brother. Stop. He sexually assaulted someone. Stop. But like I knew it was coming too because they do the trigger warning at the beginning. 
and yeah, like the yeah. whole the episode I was waiting for it to come I thought, I thought it would, it be, would for be the past I thought it would be for like yeah Martha. I thought that would be it would be his past and I was like when it as it was happening I was like no I my mom looked at me and she was like what because I was like I lied it was my roommate I was still in my dorm but still I was verbally unhappy with what was happening and it was yeah no because I remember you texted me because you were ahead of me in the show and you were like because I needed you to get to that episode you were like there's major t in episode four you need to get there and I got there and even that even between that and the trigger warning like I knew it was gonna happen but I wasn't prepared for it to be on the island I was like it's somebody's past it's fine we're we're moving on but it was very I, much not. Yeah. No, I was like, I wasn't prepared for it to be that, but I knew something would go wrong because they kept talking about like the 34 days, 34 days, like the boys didn't make it. And like, I think they obviously could have made it if Seth didn't like manip- like punch a guy and steal a boat. But like, I don't know. Which, okay. Did, am I just forgetting or do we not actually get clarity on how the guys get off the island? No, we, uh, I think, no, they run into a boat, I think. No, but they run into the boat and then, like, okay, I have my notes up. Because, like, they run into the boat and they take Kieran and Roth and Seth go out on the boat. And then Seth wants to, like, leave Kieran in the ocean and Roth beats the shit out of Seth. And then I don't have any other notes after that. So I don't know how the frick they got to the compound. The way that it was organized was just terrible. Yeah. Because they just, like, did not do a good job of, like, making it clear, like, when things were happening. And then it was just, like, the the whole timeline was just messed up. Yeah, I kept looking back to the titles of the episodes. Because I was like, what is going on? Is Mm -hmm. this a flashback? What day is this? Like, no, but I'm pretty sure I remember, like, something about them being like, look, a boat, a boat. And they, like... It was like while the fighting was happening, and then he like okay. knocked him out and was like rough look, and then it like I don't know I could be okay. wrong though. Do you, I very vividly remember seeing like the helicopter come down with the girls and like doing all of that. So I'm just like wondering if there's some other tea that they just like didn't show. I also want to know more of Kieran's backstory because there was like something deeper going on with that coach. Like, yeah, and also, like, he's got to have, like, the way that he reacted so fiercely protective of Josh, like, mm-hmm. there's got to be, like, something, some trauma some sort of history or trauma, yeah, yeah, because, like, he was fiercely protective of him, and, like, you wouldn't expect, like, somebody to just stand with the survivor like that so quickly, like, especially like, not especially, a white like, male with a blonde white hair. male jock, like, <laughs> yeah, you don't expect that from them, exactly, so. No, but I was, like, so thoroughly impressed by his reaction to that, yeah. and he but was, that's like, that's why I wish they had just switched the two of them. I mean, just because you have a crush on Seth. I know, but, like, that, the, the white, the, the white man blonde hair is someone's type so like someone could have you know like they could have just flip-flopped but okay, okay. Kieran, like had his curly problems boy, too, though. curly hair boy with glasses that care is deeply charismatic and caring is gonna be most people's type that's why they did the flip-flop shock of the season Rude. i mean kieran's not True. Very perfect rude. 
though. Like, no, because I was so Here proud of him. Plug. I was so proud of him. I was like, he literally yelled. He was like, I believe you. And like, we're doing this. And then he takes it too far. Yeah. And like the separation and then coming back together. And then Josh just turns into an entirely new person. Like we didn't get, like they focused too much on like having the girls and the boys that I didn't get enough of like seeing the boys post island like I only saw like that it needs one to be like a whole josh. separate show yeah and i only saw that one interview with josh and i was like oh weird he's so like cocky and shitty now and then like episodes later you realize that like kieran kind of conditioned him that way you know and so i'm like oh but i wish i would have seen more of that because i feel like we saw a good outlook on like what roth is like and like now that we're on like the topic of the boys i kind of want to bring up like how stereotypical they are like you have the white boy jock as kieran and then you have like oh the like cute geeky caring boy that people like with um seth and then you have like oh the basic like goth emo kid with um henry henry Henry. we stand henry though henry Henry. no i love henry and then you have of course have to have like a queer person on the island and honestly i kind of stood i stand you know he was the most like I'm brain farting on all their names. Um, um Ivan? Is that Ivan? Yeah, Ivan but- seemed to be like the most creative character, but even in that <laughs> sense, it was washed in a okay. Way. The sidekick character that like kept wanting to steal the food. I don't know who he was, but he was unnecessary. Yeah, mm, yeah. And then of course you there. have like of course you have like okay, the chubby the like yeah. bigger guy, and then you have the like black kid from a bad neighborhood like it's the stereotypes are so like strong within that group and like I understand that they're trying to replicate society and these are often stereotypes that are like within society but I feel like on the girls side there was so much a little bit more diversity and like them themselves like the characters they created within the girls like was so much more like it was, it was a deeper thought like they're like, more thoughtful they each that. got like an in-depth exploration too yeah like, and so know, it makes like, them all about leah's backstory we know my feelings about leah yeah like <laughs> another yeah, story it but, makes like, them feel more like complete and like less like stereotypical because I feel like the guys are going to be stereotypes whether or not we get like a full in-depth story but they're less stereotyped if you like see their story right because like with I think is is it Bo who's the um bigger guy yeah like his story with his parents and like his dad and the house and stuff like the only like backstory well thought out backstory yeah Yeah. other than him him and Ross are like the only two but like if you got more of that and like even if you got more in depth with Bo you like would feel like you know them better like I felt like I didn't know the guys as much as I knew Mm -mm. the girls I feel like we didn't know Henry at all Uh uh-uh like in the slightest he was just like he was just like a side part to Seth's story yeah it's and like sorry that's just something that I appreciate like I do appreciate that they added more of the story of the girls onto this season I just Um, have a realization hmm. yes the mole always has a sibling yeah yeah because because the reason they always come in pairs and so the mole has to have a reasoning to like want to join and so like of course 
the twin, the two sisters, she was obviously like, what's her face is not doing very well. She was self-harming, like not doing good. And she wanted to like save her from herself. And then of course, like Seth sees Henry as like this like emo kid and like he's rebelling against his parents. And so like, they kind of have to believe in like what the program is going to do, but it's also manipulative because this lady manipulates them into thinking that they can like help their sibling, which they love. So like, yeah. Speaking of siblings, I should have been prepared for the fact that Nora was alive. Oh, but period. I, was I knew not. Nora was alive the entire time. I yeah. did not. <laughs> I, yeah. No, I knew she was alive the entire time. I was like, no, people were just getting too close to what she was doing. She was getting floppy and like, they just pulled her out and they're not going to let her die. They like, might have. They let, okay. They let that one chick die and yeah. they didn't realize it. But, you know, Nora figured it out. You know, I 100% expected Nora to still be alive. Okay, uh, they but- weren't going to put that much on Rachel and highlight her death, like Rachel and everybody reacting to her death so hard to not put that chaotic spin and then have them meet up and be like, what the fuck? She's still alive. Like, but what are we going to do with Nora? Because we learn nothing about, I'm just using this as a segue to rant about the plot and the pacing of this story. But, like, we learn nothing about the future, so I have no concept or anything to grasp onto about what we're going to move forward with Nora and, like, how we're going to reintroduce her. I feel like there's potential for it to be, like, Seth is there, but so is Nora. And they just want to highlight Seth's position there on the island helping to run things because, like, because he's the chaotic crazy one now if Nora was running the operation we wouldn't really be that concerned because she's kind of like calmer person whatever and so like I can either see that happening or like Nora's just yeah because they didn't say shit about her when they like all left yeah yeah she was like not involved in that at all I really wanted them to just get it and then have season three be like a court trial yeah, like, I don't know. They're doing the same thing over and over again. Like, like the I satisfaction do- was so close yeah. to being there. And then when I saw Seth in the seat, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, like, I literally thought that they had escaped. And it's like, no, they're literally doing the same thing again. Okay, great. Now we have the added factor of, like, a compound. But, like, they're literally going to be surviving on an island again. And, okay, cool. Now they're all together. And that's going to add in something. But, like, we need to change the storyline or at least get more answers than we did because like obviously we know that like it's a study but like I feel like we haven't gained much more perspective than we did at like the end of last season with like Leah's ramblings and so I just feel like there's there's they're not going anywhere with it it's they're repeating themselves I don't know what they needed to do and I've said this to both of you individually but season one needed to be 20 episodes because First of all, with an eight episode season two with both of the guys and the girls, you lose the guy's backstory because the people that get sent together get lumped into one backstory and you get like maybe half an hour, 20 minutes on their backstory. So you lose that aspect, which like made the girls such good characters and made you so invested in season one. And you lose interest in the narrative because the whole point of the end of season one is like, how are we getting out of this? Like Leah has a plan. Leah's running through the compound. Like, what are we doing? How are we moving the plot forward? And so 
if you had done 20 episodes in season one, if you'd done 10 with the girls, you can still do like a mid-season break kind of thing. You can do the reveal with the guys to like keep interest and be like, oh my God, what the fuck is happening? Then do 10 with the guys and just do the guys island. We don't even need to see the girls. Just do the guys. Give us the guys backstory. Do the same thing with the guys in like technically season one. Then come back and do season two and give us more like moving the plot forward. Yeah, it's just hard because like, in those things they pitch it the pilot is pitched as like girls surviving on an island and then they write the whole thing and like people fall in love with the girls and so they're not going to be able unless they're going to do it all at the same time which like they probably wouldn't be able to get funding for from like the companies like it's it's what we would want as watchers and fans of the show but like it's just unrealistic and I understand that but like I don't know I'm just more frustrated with like the plot holes and like lacking some things on the guy side. And I feel like we're creating the same like story for the third season. I don't know. I just hope something changes. Cause like, I don't know. Also circling back to what you're talking about with Leah, like she was literally like, bitch, I thought she had him done and done. That strawberry daiquiri. Like it was going to be so satisfying. I was so excited. period bitch and then like five minutes later you see the lady that runs the fucking like, gretchen. Uh, gretchen gretchen yeah gretchen's little which is the most fitting name can't keep it together sir like we need you to like you don't like your mom and obviously you're i was out, so but, like, excited for him to come through yes mm-hmm. i know right and then of course just nope she's no, all able he to just sleep needs, it under the rug he she's needs mom's love and the children are still fucking stuck on this island. And now you guys have no, I don't know. There's like no way to like help in contact, like help them like you did. Like you were running a crappier operation. Now all you have is what, Seth? I wouldn't trust Seth to do shit. Seth and his fucking bloody knuckles. Oh my God. That grosses me out so much. Every time he's like, I, I can't. Dude, I don't know why. Like they already said this season, like, oh, like, you're not, you need to admit that, like, you chose a bad operative. Like, that's what fucked up the guys. Like, you chose somebody that you thought was trustworthy and you gave them a second chance and they fucked shit up and it was their fault for, like, the crazy dynamic of the guys and their fault why they left. So why would you put your experiment in this person's hands again? That makes no sense. It's just, it is a crazy twist, but it makes no sense logically in my brain. No, I mean- I don't yeah they're obvious they're all just rushed well even just being rushed like Gretchen has backup plans on backup plans on backup plans right like you know this bitch has thought everything out and like she's trying to like veil it as scientific I mean we all know it's not because she like uh there's no way she didn't know the guy's well, besides the like fact the IRB would not approve the study, she like had to have known the Jaguar was on the island. She had to have unleashed that. She had to be like fucking with the guys to try and skew the results. But like, it's not a good experiment to leave Seth in charge. Like this doesn't help your case. Also, like there's so many factors that she can't control. Like she had the Jaguar on one island, but then no Jaguar on the other island. But then you say that the risk is all the same. Like you calculated the risk and like, I don't know. Shit just seems whack to me. This is the reason she's abusing children and she's not running experiments through a university. No, she's, I want to know who's funding this shit. 
I want Wasn't that answer. There, there was a thing. She went to a like some rich person's house in season one and like talked to them and like had lunch with them and talked to them about money. Oh shit. It was somebody's parents, I think. I can't I just I don't remember wasn't who it, wasn't it like Leah's parents or something? Crazy it was like Leah's that? not rich. It was not Leah's parents. Oh, okay. But isn't she like she's a therapist? Because that's how she brought Seth in, no? She's yeah psych somehow psych because she was doing something with like a confederate or whatever but she had like a session with seth did yeah he had like yeah, a foot had on like a, that? yeah and she was like i want to give you a second chance here's an opportunity yeah mm-hmm. yeah and she knew her way around the psych ward very well in the first season she like checked herself in to like get the other doctor to like be a part of it so that would make sense also, can we just talk about how the boy with the bag of meds is me in, like, every situation <laughs> ever? Dude, I love that he's so fully prepared. I appreciate Josh so much. I'm so sad for what they did to him. I'm so sad for what happened to him. Like, Joshy, no. It's so no. depressing. Because, like, I, I had hope that he would, like, be okay because they would just create, like, a nurturing and like safer environment but then yeah. kieran just goes and turns him into a douchebag but like the thing is, is it highlights how like sensitive that is you know like ivan was going about it the wrong way too even though he was being sensitive like they really just needed to not put their preconceived notions onto josh and they just needed to listen to what he needed he was literally telling them to like leave it alone and they were like no we have to keep bringing it up. And it's like, well, then you're just repeatedly telling him about his trauma and reminding him of the shit that he went through. So if that's not what he wants to deal with every day while surviving on a fucking deserted island. Seriously. Like, let him focus on surviving on the island. And if he needs support, you guys are there. Like, Y'all have enough problems as it is. You do not need to be bringing up this trauma and like literally re-traumatizing him this entire time. What else? What other thoughts do we have? We should probably talk about the girls a little bit. True. We have not even touched on them. Well, I feel like they barely even touched on them. Yeah, I was. I appreciated, what happened like, to Martha that, like, made oh my her God. go into, like, oh, a dissociative state? Dude, she, yeah. So what happened was she, like, caught the babies. Bunny, and then the babies were, like, the bunny gnawed its way out of the trap to feed its babies. Yeah. And then it was going to die. And then she like freaked out and then she left and went in like brutally murdered the babies and the mom. Yeah. They were going and through w- it. And meanwhile, meanwhile, like Leah was having her moment with like piano guy. Oh, <laughs> so who I like, know because of my parents. So that was like what? so odd. No, so not like personally. Like, I know oh. it's music. Oh, <laughs> Dude, so I'm like singing so along to the episode. <laughs> I had to look up that this was a real person. I had no idea who this dude but, was. Like, I was where just, like, did Karen? they get that from? Like he's such a random artist too for them to just like pull out of their ass. No, but Leah's like quirky white girl that only reads like books that were published in the 1800s. So it makes sense. Don't look at me like that. You know, it's true. She is um, Aria like from Pretty Little my Liars. mentally disturbed Leah. She is, I was going to say something. She that is would, not Arya. Not. Just because of the relationship. 
They're very different. No, but they're both like the English nerd. Like they're the English nerds that read old books and like have weird obsessions. Leah is one of a kind. Leah is Leah. Leah's not one of a kind, unfortunately for you. You know what? Her whole premise in the beginning of the very first episode is that if you like a guy, you don't save his number in your phone. So like she's trying too hard to be quirky. She's not unique. I promise you. I love her, but she is very basic. <laughs> Sorry. Not, like, basic in the sense of, like, I like basic Sarah back. Pigeon. But, like, she is basic in, like, this character has been done before. Yes. Doesn't mean that I didn't appreciate her. I love no. Leah, and I love all the girls' characters. I love what that in this season. And the fact that she, like, Period. she picked up the notebook and she was like, Leah's not Period. really that crazy, is she? Period. I did. I also love Fat in the season. I hate anyone I don't like. I hated fucking Shelby and um, Tony's love story this season. It was so confusing. I've always hated Shelby. I just feel bad for Martha with that. Like, it's like, yeah, this is your best friend since childhood. Like, pay attention to her. I also like, period. You have been on an island for how long with no proper showers or like, why are you getting no? Like, no. Also, like, let's just give it up for Dot. I fucking I love, love her. her. I love Dot. I love her so much. She's, like, literally my favorite. She's their mom. My She's favorite like, thing about this show bitch. is their pattern with, like, girls from New Zealand and Australia. Because the interviews of the, of the cast, literally my favorite thing ever. I don't know that I've watched a cast and interview. S- I've only watched season one interviews because COVID has ruined like my cast obsessions forever. Mm-hmm. Like when I watch a show, I have to like dive deep into all of the like yeah, 17 interviews, like all, all of that. Yeah, yeah. But COVID thing. has completely ruined it because they're all on Zoom. So like you can't mm-hmm. get any of that chemistry, like you Yeah, what they how they mm-mm. are together and shit. Yeah, I know what like, you mean. I do remember being very disappointed in Dot, though, when they're moving Martha to the, like, hot spring. Because Miss Ma'am doesn't send one person out into the river to try and test how deep it is. She's like, no, we're all just going to move her. And we're going to listen. her. Listen, that girl, she's fucking, those bitches wouldn't survive without her. She put a lot on her back. And she was very traumatized by what happened with Martha very traumatized and it is normal to not be on your a game there like it happens but you know what she fucking did when that thing went down she She did down in that lake and she fucking saved martha yes period like she got her okay i stand i love dot i'm just saying there were moments where i was like dot no but anybody thought of that like why didn't rachel think of that why didn't fatten think of that why because rachel is still in her like Oh, my twin you. sister no. is dead and no, my hand is missing she was in her by that time she was like she was like i'm in my god believing time and and fuck it martha bitch you just gotta have faith i don't know how many fucking times she said that like the last three episodes i was gonna stab my her i was like girl we get it shelby gave you a cross and you found god i'm so happy for you stop saying you gotta have faith like it is normal for them to believe that this is a dire ass circumstance like let them be <laughs> for real 
Yeah, I forgot about the God complex that came up with that one. Also, it's, like, so funny to me that, like, Tony was, like, so shook that, like, Shelby lost her faith in God. I was like, babe, are you okay? Like, kept checking with her. And I was like, did she been losing her faith with God for a long time like she is gay and no she's not accepted within our community and she's been stuck on this deserted island and like like it's normal to lose some faith it was just funny to me that Tony thought she was gonna like break apart I was like no girl just needs to cut her hair off and move on okay I mean her like best friend like committed suicide because she was so like freaked in the head about like what was going to happen with the church so like that whole losing faith thing started before the island yeah yeah like it's not it's not a circumstance that happened there it's something that's like of personal relevance with her I don't know yeah I did like that Fatten they pulled out some Arabic and they're like making Fatten pray I was like yes for diversity (laughs) and we're not just talking about she was either in Grays or Degrassi, possibly both. Very fun. What else did she do? She talked to someone about something and was like down to earth about it. I feel like she like had a new connection with Martha this season. Is that possible? Oh. Is that a thing? But then that, it ended up being about like. It was like because Martha's like history. Yeah. Of abuse and finding comfort yeah that's what I but then body to that (laughs) again yeah I know I I had the same thought I was like oh I love that they're like having this new connection and then I was like oh this is where that one's going yeah I appreciated how they dove deeper into what happened on the island with the girls and it brought us more of like what went on but like Honestly, we could have been fine without it. Like, I was more I, like, didn't expect them to still be on the island at all. Like, I expected them to fully be in the after place, wherever that is. Like, whatever they call it. I expected a lot more in, like... When they were, like, still on the island, I was so confused. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I thought that the Rachel thing was the end. Like, the Rachel and Nora thing. Like, I thought that was the end. I thought, like, because... Rachel's arm got chopped off and because they thought Nora what died I like thought, they but pulled like also them. it was far enough apart that like I don't know if I even remembered true yeah I don't remember how last season really fully ended so it was Leah and the videos of the guys was like the mm. very last thing oh yeah, yeah. yeah 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 but like it means they must have been planning season two because they had the guy I I wonder I didn't go back I should have gone back I somehow like didn't even know that the guys were gonna exist like apparently I just never watched a trailer for the second season so when I saw the guys I was highly confused like Uh, very confused I assume they were going to exist because I remember in my episode for the wild season one I or I have this memory of being like they cannot just focus on the guys in season two they need to like do some sort of half season or something so we move the plot forward and then we get to season two and they don't move the plot forward and they're just talking about the guys they should have done more interviews with the girls like in at the tables too like the way that they just just missing a lot yeah it was just like in general like I think the only major thing that I really appreciated from this season was like I enjoyed the twist 
like I think that was well thought out but like I didn't really enjoy a lot of the guys characters and their stories just because it was seemed rushed and I did appreciate like a deeper dive into the girls time on the island like I did really appreciate that I enjoyed the hope that I had when Leah grabbed that strawberry daiquiri yes I was like that was like the high of the season and then it very quickly crashed down yep I was like damn bruh when she's like is screaming like no and I was like girl I'm screaming with you like are you shitting me y'all are still stuck there like at least give them like some really good food and like a shower like let them see their family you're just gonna like keep them here what I want to know also it reminds me of wait so you have seen pretty little liars yeah yes it reminds me when they're like trapped in like the dollhouse yeah yeah Mm -hmm. because it very much does remind me of that I got especially with the dance because there's a whole dance because is that the one where like they have to wait there's like a specific time that they can go in the tunnels yes. is yes. that right the generator okay. like shuts off or something so their doors open so they're able to get yeah, out yeah 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 and it. then they're like fenced in or something are they are they do they end up at prom or are they fenced I don't know something about I get the like house. I think I get that in like a single episode of criminal minds confused it's mm. like that's a possibility but it was very much giving those vibes it was I with had like that the thought. cement walls and mm-hmm Wait, what were you saying before this? Who? Mm. We're talking about them being boxed in. Leah screaming, no. I had a thought. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh. Oh, I was going to talk about the parents. Because, like, where the fuck are these people? Like, Oh, no, I explained this to you. So, I remember, yes. So you think, continue your thought and then I'll say what I have to say. I know you said it was three months, but one, I forgot that it was three months or I never realized that it was supposed to be a three month retreat. Two, some of these people have kind and loving parents. My parents would not agree to send me on a three month retreat and then just take at face value a random woman they don't know telling them that I'm okay. They would expect FaceTime. I would bet you, no, I would bet you, like, they're sending letters back home that are forged. Hi, y'all. Editor Maya jumping in here to say that what happens next was Marissa started talking about how Gretchen probably forges letters and pictures and things of that nature to the parents to make it seem like the kids are okay. While this was happening, Emmy was trying to tell a story about her past that she then later told me she wanted edited out. So I did, but to edit that out, I had to also edit out what Marissa was saying. So I just wanted to pop on here and explain what Marissa said so that the jump in conversation is not completely out of the blue. Anyways, back to your regular scheduled program. That was some no, but yeah, scary that's just shit. the vibes that I'm getting. Yeah. Because- when these parents agreed to like a three month retreat, like the entire summer, and we've only gone through 50 days. That's a good so half like, of summer. Yeah. So, or maybe it was like a three week. I don't remember. I don't weeks. remember three months. I thought it was like a week long thing or some shit. Could have been like blindsided thing. Like the kids thought it was like three weeks, but the parents knew it was three months and like did oh, it for their well being. There was something about, I remember like Leah's parents 
like lied to her about this. Like I remember them having a conversation about like, oh, was it the right thing to like lie to her that this is a longer deal? Yeah. So I think like obviously Gretchen still has time with these people's parents aren't expecting them home yet. And like, come on, this lady's lucrative as hell. Like, of course she's figured out ways. She's probably figured out like ways to like she's photoshopping them in pictures and like taking their video camera footage and doctoring it in some way and probably sending letter ho- letters home from these kids like perspective and it's not true or like they're calling well, I every day I don't know what like the parents expect either like are they do they expect like a troubled teen industry type deal like is this supposed to be like wilderness camp like those things or is like you know what I mean yeah, yeah. there is no way that rate overachieving Rachel and Nora's parents that are type a to the nth degree and play word scramble games and fattens brown parents are okay with this there is no way i refuse to believe that they're just drinking the kool-aid well like even if like they don't know like fully what's going on like i still think there's like a happy medium between like a therapy program and like the troubled teen industry and like sending your kids off to the wilderness yeah (laughs) maybe that's what season three is gonna be because like Gretchen's on the run so maybe she's gonna not be able to send shit to parents and then they're gonna be like what the hell is happening I don't know I want some contact with the real world in season three I don't know I want to see them like fucking bust down on set on uh on sets and be like you're here and just totally freak out and like do the whole thing yeah that would be fun I also like I I just really want to see the aftermath like I want to see how they get home I want to see like what their parents thought I want to see if Gretchen like goes to trial or something like I get no I agree I get the initial draw is like the island, but you've done that for two seasons and you're going to do it for at least part of the third. I also hope the third is 10 and not eight because eight was not enough. Too short. With the amount that this show tries to do, you can't just do eight episodes because we saw fewer days of the, so like in the girls in the first season, we get 23 days on the island with the girls in 10 episodes and the guys in season two, we get 33 days on the island in eight episodes when you're also sharing FaceTime with the girls. So, like, we've done enough on the island. I would like a longer stretch of time to be able to explore more. I'm also yeah, gonna... like them coming home. Yeah. I'm also kind of scared it's going to go off the rails, though. There is potential for that. Very I feel like so. they're teetering on I the edge. I think the issue with shows like this is they want so bad to be renewed that they like refuse to like have any sort of closure at the end of a season and I think that's what happened with the society is they fully expected to get a second season and so then they just completely fucked over all of the viewers because of that yeah no that would make sense that the yellow jackets very much did that neither of you have watched that though have you I don't have showtime anymore you should get showtime because it's it's a show (laughs) yeah does anybody else have any other thoughts i don't think so no emmy Mm, probably but 
not that I can think of right now that's fair I do that all the time I'll like be editing an episode and I'm like why did I not say this and why did I not say that but yeah thank you both so much for being a guest very much appreciated it this was very fun thanks for having us I agree it was very fun yes yes I love talking and when there's a season three I guess Marissa can do something besides season twos of yes. shows and she can be back season three of Outer Banks will come and I will be on that episode as well okay when is season three of Outer They're Banks coming. it's fine why are they still f- it is summer they sh- it should be take- coming no they take a long time to film that's dumb anyways thank you both so much for being guests I really appreciate it so yeah, that was my conversation with Emmy and Marissa about The Wild Season 2. I had such an amazing time having those girls on the podcast. I love them both so much, and this was, like I said, the first time that both of them had been a guest, and I am very surprised that that happened, but it was super fun, and I'm super excited for it to happen again in the future, and I'm also super excited for The Wild Season 3, and really, really hoping they move some plot forward, and yeah. I have been Maya Ghosh, and I was so lucky to be joined by two of my best friends this episode, and that has been my take on The Wilds Season 2. Thanks for listening. So we're kind of a one-woman show here at My Take, so the credits are not going to be very long. This podcast is produced and edited um, by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris, who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now. So thank you, Paris, and thank you all for listening. You can reach me at underscore my take on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast. That helps a ton. So yeah, thanks for listening.